0: Welcome to the follow-up podcast. My name is Hayden. I am the worship director here at Arbor Church, and today I am joined by Allison Acone, our associate pastor, and Ryan Plants, our lead pastor. It's so good to have you up here on the <laughs> stage, Hayden. This is—it so is, just feels yeah. like
1: the whole family is back together. <laughs> yeah, the gang is back, together. back together. All hanging out on stage. It's, I just—there's an energy right now yeah. I love that it. I hope it, people can feel <laughs> palpably.
0: Through the audio <laughs> yeah. or through the video, right now yeah. it, is, it is just kinetic. You guys, say,
2: it's Hayden. <laughs> I'm curious. Hayden is here. He's back.
0: I wanted to like almost like bury the lead and at the end like ask you know the audio listeners if they could tell a difference. Oh yeah, sure. But I I bet it was just electric. This no, I couldn't. I couldn't contain it. I know. I'm just like it's it's oh. exciting. For me, it's it's weird because there's there's so many things that I'm doing in the back that now we've just kind of like set it and forget it. But yeah. I it feels weird to be on camera as well. <laughs> Cause I'm so used to not being on camera for sure. so long, and then being up here, I'm like, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> what do I do with yeah. my hands? Like when you guys are when you guys are typically like monologuing or going yeah. for a while, yeah. it's like, okay, this is a perfect time to make sure levels are okay. I set my yep. microphone down. Uh-huh. I make a pot of coffee sometimes. <laughs> wow, <laughs> <You> I just <laughs> leave the room. Not. That's I yeah. mean,
1: you can still do that. We'll, <laughs> we'll try to an- we'll try to anchor this here, and if you want, to. Yeah.
0: No. Well, and we should have set up the green screen so I could have just left, and it wouldn't have been noticeable that I totally, left. So, yeah. um, next, time. Next, yeah, time. next time, yeah, next time.
2: this is so exciting.
0: Yeah, this is fun. Let's let's hop into the message. Um, Do it. So, obviously, if you weren't here on Sunday, you didn't get to hear the message or see the message <laughs> uh, because we had a power outage. The power went out. The power went out. It was out from you. Yeah, <laughs> just from everything. <laughs> I saw him. He was deflated. Once the power went out, he was it just was like, "I'm I'm done," figuratively and literally. Literally, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but no, we had a power outage on Sunday, so we continued to to roll with uh, service in the dark. We opened the window, the blinds to the windows a little bit, just like the Fli- Philippian church exactly. from two thousand years ago. Yep. So <laughs> we, actually, all planned. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Psych. What's up? It was uh It was an illustration that yeah. we just <laughs> went full bore on. Yep. Um, but yeah, well, obviously, um, I think by the time that this podcast is released, we'll have the audio up. So if you want to go back and listen to it, there's still an opportunity to do that. But mm-hmm. um, obviously, things got delayed this week because the power went out on Sunday. Um, but Ryan, let's just hop into the message. Um, this is now the fifth week of Resilient Joy, correct? It was, yeah, yeah, halfway through. Halfway through. Mm-hmm. And what was, um, what was kind of the, the the thesis or the main point for this week's scripture that we d- we dove into?
1: Oh man, the main point for this past one, how would I sum that up? I would say, um, work, work it out. That's how I'd phrase it. <laughs> work it out. That's how I would sum it, it up. Out. <laughs> work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Um, continue working out your salvation My translation says with awe and reverence Mm -hmm. but as i mentioned in the message fear and trembling but this idea that paul's kind of presented a lot of stuff and he's like okay so now what like let's let's what what are we talking about here what are we doing and paul's like well we're gonna i want you to continue to work it out just as you've obeyed when i was there obeyed in my absence continue working out your salvation and then he gives us just a couple of what gives the philippians and us a couple of ways of doing that we um we don't grumble or complain and we hold on to the word of life
0: this was um, this was one of the first messages that I had seen that you kind of carved out a little bit of um, the scripture for the follow up. You said we'd dive a little bit deeper, yeah. Um, and that was something that uh, obviously I think you had not really pivoted, but just realized there was a lot going on in this specific piece of scripture that probably couldn't do it all. Don't want to add another week to it. We're mm-hmm. already doing like. A pretty long series on Philippians Mm -hmm. Um, so what was where were you at in the process when you decided let's (laughs)
1: let's
0: carve this out and say I was
1: I was on the first verse (laughs) and I was like four or five pages into my manuscript and I think Allison was like by the office at one point and I was like I'm still on the first verse of this thing Mm -hmm. and it's and it's I'm like four four pages deep on this thing and so um, yeah it was pretty 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 early early on I was like yeah so we,
0: we might get to verse 18,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. and there's still 11 more on top of that, or 12.
0: Yeah. So, um, for people who have never preached or gone through um, Scripture and figured out how to cut this into bite-sized morsels, what was it about this section that you were like, this is not going to fit in one week? What was, what was some of the glaring things of, we got to either pitch some of this to the podcast or add a week um, to the series? I think thoroughly explaining what working out
1: your salvation uh, means was just really important. Yeah, There's a lot about it that um, can come across. Like, is Paul asking us to earn our salvation? Is he asking us to do something else? And like really making sure that that's like thoroughly explained and clear and understanding, understandable. Um, And then there was just like that kind of cool, like old Testament references to uh, an Exodus passage, a Deuteronomy passage and Daniel. And so, I just, with both of those things, you just kind of knew like, all right, this, this is a really dense passage Yeah. and, um, even, even doing it. I mean, I could have seen us, I could see us, have, you know, taking 12 and 13 and then 14 through 18 and then, you know, that section on Timothy 19 through 24 and then Epaphroditus 25, but we just, yeah. as much as we love Philippians and it's been great, I, I just, I, I don't think we wanted to spend like 20 weeks in it. I think 10 weeks is good. 10 weeks yeah. is a good amount of time. Yeah.
0: And so we're just going to try to figure it out make it work. Yeah. We're going to work it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: so on brand. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, do you think that um part of the reason why we needed to take more time and energy on this chunk versus other chunks? Do you think that's a context, a language thing? Like, do you think that the church at Philippi was like when this letter was being read to them, like, okay, can you stop? Because that's actually a lot of content right there. <laughs> or or is it just he was saying a lot with few words that needed to be expounded upon. I think it's the latter. I mean, I think when
1: they were reading it, they probably heard it read through kind of one time in its yeah. entirety. Um, but we see this a couple points in Philippians. You know, we see this in these verses here. I mean, even the passage we just came from, I mean, we could have camped out in verses five through 11. Yeah. Um, that's first half of chapter two for like ever. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get into chapter three. And Allison's preaching on this first section of chapter three. Mm-hmm. And then there's like another, you know, sermon out of chapter 3, but we could probably spend 4 weeks yeah. in chapter 3 rather than 2. I mean, there's just Philippians is is just packed yeah. with with so much deep um not just theological but really like practical discipleship, like um what does it look like to yeah. actually be a mm-hmm. follower of Jesus? Mm-hmm. On the ground, I mean it's just it's an incredible letter mm-hmm. um and so yeah, I mean I, I think it's just a, certain parts of this letter are so dense that we could we could camp out there for for yeah. weeks
0: mm-hmm. Allison, did you feel um I obviously want to focus on the message we just heard, but um are you feeling any sort of that pressure in the the chunk of scripture that you've been given for chapter three of okay what's the what's the right amount to spend on each one of these verses, or is it a little bit I'd say easier to just go verse by verse and say, this is actually all right there for me.
2: Yeah, at first, so I have two main passages, or two chunks in yeah. my passage. And the first chunk occupied it occupied my imagination mm-hmm. for the first part of my preparation. Mm-hmm. And I was like getting all into it and thinking, this is gonna be the bulk. Yeah, And I'll probably just briefly mention mm-hmm. the second chunk um, uh, yeah. and then I started studying the second chunk mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so great, <laughs> yeah. is so great. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, mine's now equally divided, yeah. but I'm like equally passionate mm-hmm. about each chunk. Yeah. So it's just amazing when you deep dive a little, how mm-hmm. you can get lost. Like mm-hmm. you can fall down a rabbit hole totally. and mm-hmm. just thoroughly yeah. saturate and enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're like, okay, wait, but I still have 11 more verses to teach yep. So yeah. mm-hmm. anyhow. It's fun. Yeah. I like this rabbit hole. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I think sometimes with teaching a sermon, mm-hmm. um, sometimes you're just gonna have sermons where you just kinda get a little caught up in a rabbit hole. Yeah. And it's not gonna be as like well proportioned and dialed in as like yeah. you would want it to be. And that's kinda how I felt about this past week's. So, like there was so much about it that I really loved. And yeah. if I could go back and like kind of revise it and like shave off some on like verse twelve, I probably would, but I don't know, like there's only so much time in a week, and you just, right. you know, whatever the Lord allows to be on offer, and that's just kind of where that was, and so you just kind of trust Him to sort of take it. Take and it hopefully in
2: a discipleship process, this isn't going to be the only time that Arbor gets to experience this passage together, mm-hmm. right? There, it it will come around at another time, and we'll take another look at yep. it, um, but for this moment in time, this is the message for... For that day. Yeah. So, and totally. it was quite a day because we did mention the power outage. Yeah. Yep. But that really changed yep. kind of the tone of the room. It mm-hmm. definitely changed the temperature of yes. the room. Yep. Got a little warm <laughs> around with no, no AC. Yep. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. I don't know. You were speaking unamplified. Mm-hmm. To me, it reminded me of maybe what the church in Philippi, how it was for them to listen to somebody mm-hmm. talk, mm-hmm. you know, and teach. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah electricity and yeah i don't know yeah raw and rare and fun yeah,
0: that's kind of fun i said Memorable. it kind of felt like a sleepover or like camp or something <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's exciting no, totally yeah. totally camp sorry i took a drink of water at the wrong time the conversation <laughs> just died <laughs> um one of the things that i i think is interesting about this series and then also we've already talked about splitting um these pieces of scripture into weeks and then also deciding to hand off to the podcast a little bit if things are too much. But I think about you and Brian and Scott and Allison who are all preaching in this series or have preached in this series. Um, you guys are essentially doing these, like, book reviews each week. You're, like, writing a, 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 a summary of what's happening and then also figuring out a way to teach it to people. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so much good stuff like you guys had talked about. Um, what is that? What is that process like? obviously finding whatever narrative thread or theme that's came through, whether it's through the research, uh, with prayer, with any sort of um, distinguishing factors that come into play. What is it like to to sit down and say, okay, I've got to cut this or i got to pitch it to the podcast? I imagine since you guys both really love, and I would assume Scott and Brian also really love the word, um, it's a challenge to then say, all right, well, I got to get rid of this or mm-hmm. I've got to hand it off to the podcast um, what is that process like in terms of just figuring out what is the most important thing to share on a Sunday morning
1: I mean for me it's just looking at um, that main point and um, sometimes it's not very like precise there's just a sense of like okay something needs to go and um, you just kind of start to remove some stuff and see how it looks and does it still does it still make sense is it still clear um, and and you just kind of pull that piece out. I mean, for me, for uh, you know, I I want to talk about these few verses eventually, but it was just like it was so much scripture where I was like, I just know we're not even going to be able to touch it, you know.
2: So those parts that um, you left for the podcast were those the examples? So Paul had talked about concepts mm-hmm. shining like lights, yep, right, and mm-hmm. then he gave two examples. Yeah. So is that what you had? left over for today.
1: Yeah, that's what I left over. So, um, you know, he gives uh, the example of Jesus in verses five through 11. And then he says, so then, or some translations say, therefore, uh, my dear friends, just as you've always obeyed, not only in my presence, but also uh, even in my absence or even more so in my absence, he says, continue working on your salvation. And he gives some examples and he say, you know, he says, shine like stars in the heaven. Um, And then he starts to um, transition a little bit in verse 19. And in verse 19, what's interesting is Paul kind of, um, he moves from, it's a very personal letter, right? Philippians is a very personal letter. Uh, but one one way I, I read it uh, kind of conveyed is that at this point in the letter, in, in chapter two, verse 19, Paul's kind of moving from personal matters to personnel matters with respect to like Timothy and Epaphroditus. Funny. And so, um, you know, in, in this section, the idea was when we first originally started to talk through yeah. um, verses 12 through 30, uh, we initially thought verses 19, 19 through 30 would be kind of like work out your salvation mm-hmm. do it without grumbling hold fast to the word of life here's what this looks like we see this you know paul paul sets up timothy as an example and he also celebrates epaphroditus but there just was not enough time at the end to kind of utilize them as examples but that's what we see in verses 19 through 30 is paul is essentially moving to like personnel matters and he's actually like okay now i i, I want to Take care of some practical matters in like caring for you as a church and so he says in verse 19 now i hope in the lord jesus to send timothy to you soon so that i too may be encouraged by hearing news um, about you so like he's like preparing them like hey i want to send timothy um and then he starts to celebrate him and he says for there is no one here like him who will readily demonstrate his deep concern for you others are busy with their own concerns and right didn't we just like we're like memorizing uh, philippians 2. Uh, three and four, like to look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. And so Paul like kind of shares Timothy as this example of others are busy with their own concerns, not those of Jesus Christ, but you know, his qualification, Timothy, that like a son working with his father, he served with me in advancing the gospel. So I hope to send him as soon as I know more about my situation, though I am confident. And then Paul kind of drops this bomb at the end in verse 24, though I'm confident in the Lord that I too will be coming to see you soon. So Paul's like, got this hope, like I'm going to get out of prison and I'm going to come see you again soon. But at the very least, I'm going to send my guy Timothy and he celebrates Timothy and he like encourages Timothy. And I think one important thing for us to take away from this is not only as we read verses 19 through 24, as Paul is celebrating Timothy, where, where can I identify with that? Am I, am I, would I be someone that Paul would be able to celebrate? um but then secondarily i think the sense of like kind of learning from paul in the ways that we work with other people in ministry at arbor in our workplaces at home with our families what are ways that we can appropriately um celebrate and praise um other people for you know the very things that we see in timothy's life this idea that you know he's not busy with his own concerns but he's busy with those of jesus christ um you know i was reading um in a in a commentary that you know kind of shared sometimes one of our concerns with celebrating other people um, especially publicly like this is like i mean you can do a variety of things I and mean, we've talked a lot about this as a staff actually um sort of the pitfalls of celebrating people publicly sometimes you get concerned like am i going to inflate their ego uh, and we see elsewhere in scripture that like those who are to be celebrated are those who we have a sense that are they're mature in the faith and that that's not going to go to their heads um, but you still want to celebrate people. You still want to encourage them. I think First Thessalonians 5 through 11 like is a is a verse that encourages us to encourage other people. Um, but how do you do that? Well, I mean, I think that in our own imperfect way, maybe we could look to Philippians 2, 19 through 24, see how Paul celebrates Timothy. Because the other thing it said was like, Paul wasn't the guy who really celebrated people a lot. You know, he's kind of a grumpy
0: dude, you know? He celebrated
2: like, himself a little bit. Yeah, yeah,
1: we'll see that in chapter
0: three, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, um, obviously you'd laid out a lot of what didn't make it into the message Mm -hmm. or wasn't allowed, time didn't allow Mm -hmm. or just where you were going. Um, one of the things that I just want to, um, talk about briefly is, and we kind of got into when I asked what that process is like cutting stuff. Um, obviously we don't want this podcast and what, what happens on a, you know, on a typical Wednesday to just be, this is the, um, this is like the leftovers that Mm -hmm. like we just didn't want. (laughs) So, um, I guess kind of just talk about in terms of where you landed with your manuscript and where you were going with your message, why this chunk didn't make it in. It it can be as simple as time permitting, or maybe it just didn't align with where everything else was going. um, It was more, it was more of a time thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, I was already pushing it with this
1: going through verse 18 and, um, trying to hit on these two kind of segments. Uh, it was just gonna be too yeah. much. Yeah.
2: Probably probably if there'd only been one example, like mm-hmm. only Timothy, yeah. you could have squeezed him mm-hmm. in as yeah. an example, but because there were two, mm-hmm. you'd either have to do
1: both or none at all. Yeah, right? yeah. So. exactly, yeah. exactly. And even as you get into kind of like the nitty gritty with like yeah. the Timothy example, like what we see with Timothy is like, Paul is celebrating, yeah. like someone who really is like, a, a an emerging leader in the church like he really is like timothy is a very unique individual in the story of the church i mean he was like he was like paul's spiritual son and like to to be at that level where you're constantly like commended and encouraged and like celebrated by paul like timothy really had to be someone special and so like that's what's going on there but it was a little different with epaphroditus so like the epaphroditus thing um you know when paul says but for now i have considered it necessary to send epaphroditus to you um, for he is my brother, coworker, fellow soldier, and and your messenger, right? So the reason why he's their messenger is he's the guy that the Philippians sent to Paul because they were so concerned about Paul. But what ended up happening was Epaphroditus got like so sick that he almost died. And so instead of being a blessing to Paul and the people that were surrounding him in prison, he ended up being a bit of a burden. And back mm-hmm. then there was this like sense of like honor and shame. And like Epaphroditus's honor would have been seen as his ability to kind of in a timely and, like, healthily way, like, don't right. get sick and like land you on your deathbed, like you you had, had one, one job. you had one job <laughs> right. and, like, he kind of he kind of fails at the job. And instead of going there and tending to Paul's needs and the people's needs and like coming with this gift from the Philippians, they have to care for him. And it's tremendously humiliating in that culture. It's so embarrassing and like i read one commentator said that like in many kind of greco-roman cultures of honor and shame this could have been the end of Epaphroditus' ministry career
2: oh whoa yeah like it was his that reputation his reputation was, now was like just this can't dude is even this dude
1: is weak he can't yeah. deliver and instead what paul does um and this is really cool and this is a really important lesson for all of us who have if you have any um component of leadership at all like it's really cool what paul does here so instead of kind of like leaning into like the way of the world and the honor and shame culture, and like I'm sending back to you this loser, Epaphroditus, right. who got sick, right. and all the cool food you sent me, all the snacks. He out. He ate whole, them all because he tribe. was, you know, like like. Instead, he says no. He says. Um, uh, indeed, he greatly missed all of you and was distressed. You heard that he had been ill. In fact, he became so ill that he nearly died. But God showed mercy to him, and not to him only, but also to me, so that I would not have grief on top of grief. Therefore, I am all the more eager to send him, so that when you see him again, you can rejoice, and I can be free from anxiety. So welcome him. In the so this is what he says to the Philippians: like don't, don't be like Epaphroditus. You blew it. Like, Paul's the guy, and we had this one shot to give him this gift and have this great presentation. And Paul says and said, so welcome him in the Lord with great joy and honor people like him. Honor people like him, since it was because of the work of Christ that he almost died. He risked his life so that he could make up for your inability to serve me. You know what I mean? And Paul's yeah. like, Paul's like, don't trash this Boom. dude, right. like like celebrate him. Like he is a servant of the Lord and emulate him. So in different ways, like he sets up Timothy and Epaphroditus' as examples, but Timothy is kind of like a straight A student. He's kind of like this guy who's like, man, he just, k- Timothy can't miss. Yeah. Like he's constantly hitting it out of the park. And then Epaphroditus is like, A for effort, bro, like you're <laughs> yeah. so good. And like <laughs> you like, you put your <laughs> yeah. life on the yeah. line and like, and I don't think it's like lip service. I think Paul really means it though too. And so I think when we, when we have people who like really just like pour themselves out and maybe they're just like in a, in a hard season or maybe they get sick or they're just, they're running on empty, but they're really pouring themselves out Mm -hmm. to like serve you or the church or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think there's just, there's honor due to that. I think, I think our words as leaders go a long way and we have so much influence in the way we can shape how certain moments in ministry and in life are perceived right. and that's what paul did here
2: especially worldly failure can be reframed you know it just because something looked like a worldly or earthly failure yeah doesn't mean that spiritually that it's a fail
1: mm-hmm. it totally
2: gives yeah. people an uh an opportunity to bless the weak mm-hmm. and to honor people for you know giving an effort i mean mm-hmm. he did he did go on the road you know, mm-hmm. and they didn't, which is, I think, totally. the boom moment yeah. that Paul was like, "Well, he came, and you guys didn't." Yeah.
1: So. And it wasn't like just traveling down the street to go to the local jail. I mean, he traveled hundreds of miles. Yeah. Right. To go be with Paul. Right.
0: And that's something I wanted to to kind of get you guys' thoughts on. What is what would a, a modern today example look like if I'm a you know working in working a nine to five, or I'm a parent, or um I'm obviously in community with people. It's not typical that I'm going to have someone walk hundreds of miles across the Mediterranean kind of <laughs> coastline to get to me, and they get sick, and I'm disappointed. But, like, what does that look like, and how would I respond in a, you know, a modern-day example? Yeah. Someone's walked across the coastline of Lake Washington, and they get there, and they had bad seafood on the way. and. Oh. Or something, right? Like what does the example look like today and how should we respond?
2: I feel like there's every mission trip or every group project or every, um, you know, family vacation has that one person that breaks their leg or, you know, you're at summer camp or whatever.
0: Exhaustion. Yeah,
2: and you just blow up like a jellyfish. yeah.
0: (laughs) Oregon Trail, you know.
2: (laughs) I mean, the list, Yeah. yeah. The list of stories is a mile long. Uh, But so it gives the community a chance to not shame that person and make them feel like they're the loser of the Mm -hmm. group, but rather this is our opportunity to care for you. Yeah. And even if our plans got derailed a bit because of your broken leg Mm -hmm. or you're, you know, you're all swollen up (laughs) or whatever, um, this is our chance now to be a a loving community to you. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, um, Global Training Network.
0: Yes, Give them a little I shout know. out right now. Jean too. I'm thinking
1: of Gene and her shoulder injury and how they went across yeah. the world to Africa to train pastors and to preach the gospel and just had a really like amazing week. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, slipping on stairs and getting yeah. hurt and having to come back early. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things where it's like, Lord, like you were moving. I mean, people were coming to those um, events and um, uh, getting saved and. All these incredible things were happening and it had to get cut short because, you know, yeah. in that environment, you know, she got hurt. And
2: yeah, it makes me wonder what did those pastors who came to be trained, you know, they came to have some book learning, yeah. as it were, to be better pastors. Mm-hmm. But by watching Jean injured and seeing her husband care for her mm-hmm. and their little, you know, whoever was on their team traveling together, they probably also got a different education of like, this is how it looks to care for. In pain, yeah, and who's infirm or compromised, yeah. um. So I think education goes both ways. It can mm. be from you know the books and stuff, mm-hmm. and it can be from the heart as yeah. well. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. well, that's what I'm curious about. If it is more of a of a heart thing, and then also to combat the heart element of it, you you go above and beyond with an external show because I mean I think if I'm putting this into my lens of we're tearing down the podcast, Allison trips off the stage, breaks her leg, right? And she's supposed to preach this Sunday. My first instinct isn't to just, like, dig the knife in deeper. Like, are you, are you serious right now? Like, obviously, we'd all have grace for her. Um, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Goes, would, with, would we though? goes without saying. Goes without yeah. saying, but careful sure. Careful yeah, on the Yeah. But, like, maybe internally, maybe a matter of the heart is, like, well, okay, this really screws our our, our, our schedule now. Mm-hmm. Because she was supposed to preach. She can't preach. Maybe she can give her notes to somebody else. But I mean, my first instinct and I feel like most people's first instinct would wouldn't be to jump into the blame and the shame. So maybe that's also context. But um, is it is it our is it our job in that moment to then move to the external like we still want to honor Allison in this because. Externally, without it, right? None of us are going to be like, "Wow, Allison's a real dummy for falling off the but stage." Everybody's
2: texting it.
0: But that's that's what <laughs> I'm saying, slide, right? Is yeah. is that the is that the behind the scenes? Because I think that we're all, what do they call it? Like Midwest nice, right? We're like nice to an, an extent, but like behind closed doors, that's maybe where the passive aggressive and the and the mm-hmm. um talking behind people's backs come out. Yeah, is that what Paul is kind of getting at, or is it just a different? context that they were in where we don't really have as much of the honor shame society
1: i mean i think part of it's different i don't think we have the same level of honor and shame um but i do think there's there's some similarities in that still yeah
0: from the from a standpoint i like the perspective
1: of the individual who's offering the service and um i think it, it shows that it can still um not only be imperfect but be um uh, prevented through sickness or injury or power goes out in your auditorium and your whole church building. And like, you still press on and it's like, you know what? Like God is glorified in it. Like God was like, that's what Paul's saying. Like God was still glorified in what Epaphroditus did. And even though he got sick and it didn't go the way we thought it was going to go, um, it was still, it was still an honorable thing and he should be honored for it and praised for what he did.
0: Um, and I think that's kind of the difference that Paul's getting at. So it's really not. It's it's a shift of perspective and not a reframing of circumstances. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because I think that I think we as a as a society, I don't want to speak for everything, but I think that we're very good at reframing circumstances. <laughs> yeah. And attempting to find that silver lining. And that's not what Paul's getting at is, well, it all worked out. So we're mm-hmm. good. It's it's an actual like perspective change and um looking at the bigger picture, not just, well, He got sick but like it kind of worked out for us so i guess we'll we'll roll with the punches
1: yeah and i think that like even if it's imperfect and your heart's kind of like in this spot where like you're just finding silver lining i think the big thing is for those of us who kind of find ourselves in that situation where we're the ones responding that like the way we respond and the tone with which we respond to those sorts of situations um is a game changer for the culture of the people of god
2: especially knowing nuances of that culture like paul was aware of what Aphrodite would go be back to the how he would be received, mm-hmm. you know, maybe scornfully or like in jest, and people are making jokes about him as you know quality of servanthood, <laughs> yeah, being less than so Paul is paving the way, and he knows that culture well enough to know what instruction needs to happen for them to have I don't know, yeah to raise the bar on mm-hmm. on their response. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. Paul, who they greatly respect, is asking us to be kind and honor mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna do that. Yep. So I think as leaders we can exert our influence the same way.
0: Yeah. Well, I think mm-hmm. I love what you just said because I think that the perspective that Paul's laying out is very much in line with resilient joy, because I think that when we reframe things and we find the silver linings, it can come from a lack of faith of I don't see how God's working in this, so I'm going to try and find the the silver lining in this or how it's all going to work out. And I think also it can that can happen a lot when you're insecure about your leadership or your abilities to just be like, well, I failed at that, but I found this one silver lining that we can hang our hats on, right? And it, I think that's a lack of humility because then you put it on yourself of like, well, the power went out, but worship was still good, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's like, okay, out of my hands that the power went out, but also like... <laughs> God doesn't need me to to reframe this or find mm-hmm. the silver lining, right, so I think that that's I think what you had mentioned, Allison was really good, and I think it's something that we can shift our thinking towards, and I think it it's not us being lazy or complacent but kind of taking that taking the ownership of we have to bring the glory to God, whereas he's clearly very equipped to do that mm-hmm. and just asks us to participate siri siri has some thoughts on that that she'd like to share <laughs>
2: entered the conversation
0: entered the chat she has well we are getting close to the end but obviously um we still have time if there's anything else that we didn't get to i know you got a manuscript in front of you or notes or something so if there's i just had the else. i just
1: had the verses from 19 through 30. any yeah. questions
0: on that at all do you think maybe the people are wondering about we touched on did we when you read how far did you read through I read through just about all of it. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's um I think obviously the conversation went the way that it went and mm-hmm. um there was nothing that really stuck out to me. Um, I think it was it was great to hear what was left out and why it was left out and yeah. I think we know that Sometimes decisions have to be made, and you got to pivot or go a different direction, but um it's all still really good stuff that is worth talking about,
1: yeah, and I'm looking forward to seeing how when Allison teaches this weekend maybe what what is the bridge between two thirty and three one and there isn't one it's kind of i mean yeah. there's kind of like a you know kind of like <laughs> kind of t- takes it turns a corner yeah. in chapter three a little bit, but yep. I don't know if you see if you're seeing any connections, it'll be cool to kind of see I'll
2: we'll have to go back and double check
1: I don't know, you know there yeah. i mean I'm thinking you know, you're you're you got in verse two. Beware of the dogs. Beware the evil workers. Wait Maybe till some you contrast see. Between, I'm I'm
2: yeah. I'm going a little um atypical or out of the box on this message. You're gonna bring I dogs. Decided, I I thought that would be yeah. fun. Beware of them.
1: Yeah. Cool. So, I'm just telling so does
0: stray dogs. All right, stray hungry dogs. Release yeah. hungry dogs. <laughs> We're They'll gonna give out again. pastries before service, and then the dogs. I will can't come wait. <laughs> I cannot wait to see how this
1: goes down. I'm looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah. I hope you guys are too. It's going to be great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, again, if you guys have anything else, um, love to hear. It. If not, we'll close us out. Speak now or well, forever hold your peace. Exa- that's exactly. Release the dog. <laughs> exactly. Dress oh, rehearsal. <laughs> uh, no, I'm all good. Sweet. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for uh, listening or watching the follow up podcast, and we'll see you guys next week.